Hey there, I'm Mangesh Hatikudur, co-host of Part-Time Genius, one of the founders of Mental Floss, and this is Humans Growing Stuff, a collaboration from iHeartRadio and your friends at miracle Grow. Our goal is to make this the most human show about plants you'll ever listen to, and along the way, we'll share inspiring stories, tips and tricks to nurture your plant addiction, and just enough science to make you sound like an expert. We are on summer break right now, but the truth is Molly and I can't stop our plant addiction. So we're bringing you some sunny mini episodes to enjoy before we return with a brand new season. Throughout the summer, we'll be dropping incredible stories from growers, fun advice we get from experts, and we'll have some fun conversations around fascinating plants. So for this bonus episode, Molly and I went on a field trip to the plant nursery. We wanted to explore what kind of interesting, fun plants we could discover and adopt, and we were not disappointed with our options. Do you know, start looking wherever you want to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what this is? I have no idea. It's sage, apparently. So at the start of summer, Molly and I met up in Brooklyn one day, and we went on a field trip to a local plant nursery to find our next plants. Do you know what sort of plants you're looking for? I think I'm going to look at basil, like herb plants, if that makes sense. <laughs> herb plants. <laughs> What are you looking for? I got uh, a draconae last weekend, like one of those dragon plants, and it's really, really sweet. And I found out it's part of the asparagus family, which is crazy. I had no idea. But um, but I, I was thinking about maybe getting it a companion, or I also really want to get like a palm of some sort for my office. I like it. Let's do it. Let's see what we... There's so much here. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. It's so fun to, to be here. And eventually we found ourselves completely entranced by all of the different flora around us. These are, so these are hydrangeas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always fascinated by the fact that like the different color or the different acidity in the soil, right? Like makes it different colors. I love those purple ones back there. Yeah, those are really pretty. What do you think this one is? Oh, uh, it looks a little bit like... Oscar the Grouch's fluff, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a silver mound. It's sweet, right? <laughs> I just want to pet it. They all had the most clever and whimsical names. <laughs> this is amazing. It's got so many little, little succulents in there. It's called hens and chicks. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's very cute. I like all these names. Little Miss Sunshine, Jewel of the Desert. So we decided to have some fun and tried naming a few of them ourselves. Okay, don't look at this. What would you name this plant? It is. First off, describe it. Mm, right now, it just looks like it's got green pointy leaves. But, um, but it looks like it's supposed to grow pink and beautiful. Um, I would call it an emerald slipper. Oh, it's named Gina. Gina? <laughs> its name is Gina. I would have gone with Leroy, I guess, if I know I was being more conventional names. But Gina works. <laughs> <laughs>
Eventually, it was way too hot for us to stay outdoors, so we headed into the houseplant area inside where they had ponytail palms and ZZ plants and snake plants. And it was there among all this greenery that we discovered a little gem of a plant, a spotted begonia that I knew I had to take home. The plant is also known as a trout begonia or a polka dot plant. Oh, wow. It's polka dotted. Wow, that's really lovely, right? Yeah, it has these almost large comma-shaped leaves. And, uh, and they have polka dots on them, and like white polka dots on green. And then underneath, they're, they've got this lovely like red-pink color, like a watermelon. I'm going to get one. It's just kind of neat. But what should we name them? One of the simplest things I always do at the nursery is to ask the staff about the plant before I purchase it. I'm always a little intimidated by do it because that way you'll know if you have some finicky plant on your hands, you know exactly how it has to be cared for. My new begonia, for example, thrives in diffused sunlight. In fact, if you put it in a space that's too dim, it won't flower. So I found a corner that wasn't front and center in the window, but close enough where it wasn't in the dark either and still got a decent amount of light. I also learned from the nursery team that this plant needs to dry out completely between waterings. Not as dry as a cactus, but the top couple inches of the soil should be dry before you water it again. It's funny. When I went home, I read up on begonias, and the first story I found in the New York Times was headlined, It takes a rebel and a show-off to love a begonia. The article explained that because begonias had peaked in popularity in the 1940s, they're kind of a bargain and you have to be a rebel to love them. And since there are over a thousand species of begonia, you can show off your knowledge and look like a plant expert. I, for the record, am neither a rebel nor a show off, but it is exciting that this small, cute plant I bought, which is probably no bigger than the height and width of my hand, is going to get pretty big. In fact, on average, the polka dot begonias will get anywhere between two to three feet in height. For me, the best part about wandering around in the garden center or nursery is stumbling into these unexpected and wondrous plants you never knew existed, and then getting the chance to learn all about them. I went home that day with a snake plant and a polka dot begonia, but I left the nursery feeling the same way I often do, excited and inspired, and smiling a little wider than when I'd walked in. And now, for another Poetry Corner. Nursery Rhyme Edition. Two podcasters sought to find perfect plants. One with bright colors, not covered with ants. So they traveled as far as the subway would take them to a nursery in Brooklyn, with enough plants to placate them. They found flowers with funny names and shrubs that liked shade all sorts of perennials and cactus and jade. But they searched and they scoured and they turned up their noses because unlike The Bachelor, they refused to accept roses. So after hunting and pecking through each and every pot, they finally found one, a tiny plant with big polka dots. Are you buying it, asked Molly? Mango said, oh, I am. It'll look great on my sill and even better on the gram. But what's it called, said Mango, who's not very smart. A spotted begonia, said Molly, 
who threw it in the cart. But before they could pay, the staff offered some warnings. It'll need to dry out between every watering. Also, they chorused, it likes a lot of light. But don't put it in a window, because that'll be too bright. But then they whispered, the best part of all, if you treat this plant right, it'll grow big and tall. This plant, it had spunk, it was dotted with fun, so the podcasters decided it had to be the one. And along with the snake plant, who they gave the name Sonia, they adopted this house plant from the family Begonia. Thank you. That's it for today's bonus episode, but check back here again soon for more bonus episodes this summer. And don't forget, no matter what season it is or where you're at in your gardening journey, there's some incredible resources waiting for you on the Miracle Grow website. Humans Growing Stuff is a collaboration from iHeartRadio and your friends at Miracle Grow. Our show is written and produced by Molly Sosha and me, Mangesh Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>